what I love about what we are building and part of the reason why I think it's going to be the next Antatam and Jain is that we create these bridges between the physical and the digital world. This is The Playbook. I am so excited because I get to talk about one of my favorite topics today, which is NFTs. And I have Nicola Yulia, co-founder and CEO of So Rare. And if you haven't heard of So Rare, it's So Rare. Uh, anyway, he's doing such a tremendous job. His company's growing. Uh, I really believe they're going to be the next global sports and entertainment giant. And I've been around sports a long time, Nicola. Uh, welcome to The Playbook. Hi, David, and hi, everyone. And yeah, thank, thanks so much for having me. Excited to, to have this conversation with you today. And so what, what do you attribute to the extraordinary growth that So Rare is experiencing? And where do you see yourself as a global sports entertainment leader? Yeah, I, I think that, look, uh, when we got started three years ago, uh, we saw a new technology, there's NFTs, and we were like, okay, it's going to change the way people own stuff online. And one of the key properties is uh, digital scarcity. And human people have been collecting stuff in the physical world for centuries. And now we are enabling them to collect something digital. So I, I think to get back to your question, the first big reason for success is we are creating a new way to collect, uh, to collect something digital. So that's the first reason. And then we were like, okay, this could be used to collect as officially licensed NFTs representing sports players, but we want something bigger. We want, we want fans to engage with them, to use them. Uh, and we created this fantasy game where you can use your NFT collectible. Um, and so I think, yeah, the main reason is this combination of uh, NFT collectibles. It is something uniquely enabled uh, by this new technology and, and finding a usage for them. Uh, so, so, yeah, that's, uh, I think that's, that's, uh, that's uh, the main reason, yeah. And beyond that reason, we need to be able to have uh, adaptability and adoptability, which comes through education. So we have to lower the learning curve. Uh, there's so many confusing variables yeah, yeah. involved right now. What are you guys doing so well? Because a lot of people aren't getting the traction you are, but yet it seems like you're really educating a market about blockchain and NFTs before you app, you know, actually teach them what your platform does. Yeah, no, I think it's a very yeah important point for me. Like I was all about let's abstract the technology, let's abstract the complexity. Like you know, you don't need to educate about how the blockchain works and how the NFT works. Like what you want is is for the fans to feel, uh, you know, what is this new value proposition? Like what are NFTs? Like they are about digital scarcity. How do you feel that you are collecting something digital is scarce? NFTs are about portability. Use them in different games. How do you make them feel that they can move them away they can trade them freely like you know that's that's what we try to do is like removing all the barriers the complexities of nfts like the wallets the private keys all of that we don't want we don't want the fans to deal with that we want them to feel like the what they are about basically and then beyond that education process now you have to be accessible and you know a lot of people don't understand the user interface some people may not be aware what are you doing to be so accessible uh, and make the so rare platform so accessible with even people who are less familiar with blockchain and NFTs? Yeah. So I think concretely that one big thing that we did uh, is, you know, partnering with Stripe. 
for users to be able to buy these NFTs in one click, right? Uh, instead of having to set up a wallet and learning about and going to Coinbase, build cryptocurrency, all this stuff, we 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 uh, we remove the, the, this friction. Uh, and um, I think that uh, you know the the second big thing was partnering with the leagues and tapping into the audience of now it's 250 soccer clubs uh, and we're going to move into US4 soon. So like having this, you know, like there's leagues talking about the product and marketing the product with us was a big part, I guess, uh, of, uh, of this, this accessibility, I would say. Um, and uh, yeah, then uh, I think the fun, big reason is this fantasy element uh, and the fact that we are again tapping into behavior that is existing this connection with the real world um and uh um yeah uh, and again bringing usage to the nfts and something cool to do with them yeah and authentication verification and fractionalization are you know what i think three key components i've been in the sports collectible sports legends world for 35 years the most notable sports agency in the world biggest global sports marketing company in the world understanding how important it is for authentication authentication as well you know as verification both are inherent within blockchain and nft but also fractionalization uh can you help people understand what uh so rare does to make sure that all of the things are authenticated verified but also can be fractionalized yeah no definitely so the the high level you can think about so as a fantasy game with an open market of NFT collectibles, right? So you you truly own the game and and you play with these NFT collectibles in the in the fantasy game. Uh, the NFTs they come with different quantities. So let's take uh, like uh, I don't know, like uh, LeBron James would have. Uh, a unique version of him, like uh, one edition per season with a certain design, then you have another edition, uh, another um, uh, uh, series of uh, Libran uh, with 10 editions per year, then with 100 and so on. So we have all the scarcities uh, and uh, depending on the type of scarcity that you own, you can enter a specific contest. Like let's say you play only with the unique versions, you can you can enter a specific game mode and so on. So, so we, we have have all this, uh, all this, um, you know, this quantity, uh, this quantities for the players, and depending on the one you want, you can enter specific game modes. Uh, and all these NFTs um, are digitally scarce, authenticated. Uh, they cannot be copied or tampered with. Uh, you truly own them. You can trade them freely for real money. Uh, you can play with them across the seasons. We have a very strong scouting element. Uh, so you, you can look for the next star and not only use it during this season, but during 10 years. Uh, and you can move them away as well. You can use them, uh, you can sell them in different marketplaces, you can use them in different games and so on. So they have a lot of cool properties. I would sum it up as digital scarcity, uh, portability in different applications and games, tradability for real money. Um, so yeah, that makes them very appealing. Yeah, amazing. And one of the things that I'm most excited about, not only personally, but in respect to the marketplace itself, is so rare's recent launch of the Legends card. Maybe because yeah. I'm a little bit older and I have a more emotional attachment to the Legends. Uh, yeah. But how has that launch uh, gone with the Legends cards and what makes it so powerful and unique? 
Yeah. So we, you know, we 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 built this this amazing partnership with a, a bit more than 100 legends of uh, in the world of soccer, uh, where we can exclusively um, issue their, their their own NFTs. And I think it's you know like this is something that the community wanted so much, like. Uh, not only to be able to collect and play uh, with current players, but with legends of the uh, legends of the past, and we have a strong collectible element in the platform. Uh, and yeah, they, they they wanted to 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 be connected to them too. Uh, and uh, and so yeah, we are very excited. It went it, it went yeah very 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 well. And uh, it was you know one of the reasons why we 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 got uh, the distraction recently. And um, and uh, yeah, we we're gonna keep on launching legends in the coming. And, you know, in case people don't know So Rare, which I said is very so rare, uh, yeah. you, know, you have one of the biggest backers in the world led by SoftBank, uh, you know, an incredible raise, uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, a younger entrepreneur, could you have even fathom, you know, as you started your A round, uh, that your next round would be at $680 million, Europe's biggest ever Series B? Yeah. With a valuation, by the way, I believe, in, correct me if I'm wrong, 4.3 billion with a yeah. B. Uh, yeah. And your paying users grew like 34, five times, sales increased by 55 times. Could you ever yeah. even imagined when you were raising money that you raised that much money? No, to, to be frank, like, so the company has been profitable from day one. And so we raised this Series A was in February uh, this year. Um, it was led by Benchmark with Axel, uh, with Peter Fenton and Benchmark and, and Axel. And so with this 50 million, you know, we have more than enough uh, to unlock the new leagues and, and, and build this partnerships. And so uh, we, we were not looking... Um, to raise money, but we we continued in in growing the user base and and the sales. We're gonna close this year uh, at three hundred million uh, in sales for second year without any bad marketing with a user base at you know, more than six hundred thousand users now. And so, um, yeah, at some point we we started receiving crazy timesheets uh, during the summer, and I was like, okay, maybe we should have a look, right? Uh, and, uh, and and so yeah so we we had a look and you know softbank was mainly because of marcelo claure uh who was leading softbank international he's a you know crazy sports fan um and he owns free soccer clubs uh and uh, and we wanted to expand you know into the us latin america as well uh and so yeah even before investing with softbank he started helping us and so on and you know like uh, building this connection and that's the reason why we we went with them for this Series B. So SoftBank led the round, as you said, uh, with participation of you know most of the top uh, VC firms in the US, Benchmark, Bessemer, IVP, a uh, lot of brands. I'm sure you your your you you all know. And um, and so yeah, exciting, exciting, uh, exciting times. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful watching you at Web Summit. I was like, I wonder why Nicholas so happy. And uh, I could see why you were so excited and happy about having such extraordinary partners and having the capital resources to take advantage of what's going to continue to be, you know, extraordinary market in the sports and entertainment space, being one of the giants now uh, going from David to Goliath, which is wonderful. Last question, Nicola, you know, which a lot of people that are more traditional in their, you know, sports backgrounds like myself is you know we're really curious on how we're going to marry because you know i'll give an example 
Jerry Maguire is a movie that they made about my sports agency, the firm that I ran. And everyone thought it was a sports movie, but it was really a love story with the backdrop of sports. I see NFTs in the same way that it is the core business, blockchain and NFTs with the backdrop of what everyone loves, right? Sports. And so how will we marry this digital world, this metaversal world, this NFT world, this blockchain world? Because we still need the heroes. We still need the game. You know, we still need the content of the game in order to do that. So how do you see these two things marrying, marrying and collaborating with one another in the future? Yeah, I, I think this is something I'm passionate about uh, this, this this question. And you know, recently with all the announcements, we know like you know people keep on asking me about the metaverse and so on. And I've been saying that from the beginning of the journey. Uh, what I love about what we are building, and re- part of the reason why I think it's going to be the next entertainment giant, is that we create these bridges between the physical and the digital world. And uh, I don't want a world where we spend all the time in front of, the, of a screen. I want, I want this bridge to, to happen. That's the natural fantasy moving from the pitch to uh, digital. And I want to also to have a bridge the other way around. Like you own the NFT and because you own the NFT, you can access something in the physical world. Okay, you, you own this Mbappe NFT, maybe you can secure time with him, have discount to go to the stadium, spend time in the training ground, this kind of thing. So that's what we are all about, like having the NFT to unlock experiences in the physical world and generally speaking, creating these bridges between the two worlds. I love it when people ask me what you do, now I know what to say. They are a two-way bridge. That's all they are. They're a bridge company. Exactly. I love it. Uh, (laughs) Nicola, Yulia, he's an incredible CEO and co-founder of So Rare. If you haven't heard of him, I don't know where you've been outside of the NFT space and the blockchain space for sure. Uh, As someone who's been involved in the sports world at the highest level for a very long time, I am excited to work with you. I'm excited to see what you can do. You absolutely are bridging my past with my future and everyone can make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun.